And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is the last day of September, September 30th, and we are delighted that you are joining us you know, uh, there's a lot of shenanigans going on in Washington, D.C. about the debt ceiling. And uh, I'm going to send Mark over a, uh, a blog post that further gives you the, the history behind this crazy thing. Mark, when I was doing the research, I come to find out that this is basically this arcane process that goes back more than a century to something called the Second Liberty Bond Act. It was basically a law that allowed Congress to authorize a general amount of debt during World War I to give the government flexibility in borrowing by just agreeing to an upper limit rather than by saying the different things it's going to spend on. Well, so 100 years later, it's biting us in the tush because it's really important that the debt limit gets increased and the fighting over the debt limit often will conflate different ideas. So I was so happy to be invited to go on the set of CBS Mornings to discuss the debt ceiling so that everyone could try to understand, like, let's peel the layer back a little bit. So here is my segment about the debt ceiling on CBS Mornings with Nate Burleson, Tony DeCopel, and Gail King. So what's going to happen if the debt ceiling is not increased? Well, what has to happen right now is the Treasury has to make a series of plans, and they're not a lot of good choices. So the first would be shuttering national monuments, museums, and that would be one easy thing to do quickly. Not great if you're planning your vacation. The next would be furloughing employees. This could affect 500,000 government employees, maybe another million on top who would work without pay temporarily. And then finally, this would mean potentially delaying Social Security checks going out, infecting, really, I'm sorry, impacting so many older Americans. The DEFCOM one, the real serious one, is we get to 
that October 18th date and the U.S. can't pay the interest on some of its bonds, that's the real scary situation that exists in the future. Now, Janet Yellen compared it to uh, paying off a credit card. What, what does she mean by that? Well, imagine if you and I decided we're, you know, we're married and we say, OK, let's go buy a flat screen TV. We agree to it. We know we're going to have to pay this back. We put it on a credit card, but we got to pay the credit card company. Yeah. Yellen is saying Congress has already voted on a series of steps about funding, and these have been enacted. So that could be the 2017 tax cuts. That can be the emergency measures through COVID. It's funding Social Security and Medicare and military. We've already agreed to that. Lifting the debt ceiling simply says we are paying the bill on the obligation we already agreed to. That's why she made that comparison. So politically, there's this, uh, they're tied together, these two big bills, infrastructure and social infrastructure. But in reality, the debt ceiling has nothing to do with those. It's got to do with past bills. That's exactly right. And past commitments that Congress, both sides of Congress, have already made. Right. Now, um, stocks suffered the worst dip since March. Now, with the debt ceiling lo looming, um, is there more volatility to come in the market? You betcha. And I think this should be a real hold on to your seats on this one, because okay. if we go back a decade, the last time we came close to hitting the debt ceiling, that is when stocks fell by 14 percent in four weeks. Gang, that would be like 4,800 Dow points over the ensuing mm, month. Wow. So there are going to be bumps. Remember, as stocks go down, there's a lot of urge to do something. We try not to do something because what we did also see 10 years ago is when we got out of that situation, stocks resumed their upward ascent. There's an opportunity in there, too. When oh, look hit. at you, this one. He's always looking for opportunity. We'll talk. Opportunity. opportunity. We'll talk off camera. You know, Jill's middle name is... Be cool. Just sit, relax. It's going to be okay. I like that as yeah. my middle name. Jill Be Cool Schlesinger. I like that. Hard to do that, though, when you hear words like dire and catastrophic. Absolutely. Good to have you at the table Thank sorting you. it all out Thanks, for Jill. us. Thank you. Okay, well, that's it. A nice quick one for today. But now you know what you need to know about the debt ceiling. And if you want more, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. And there you will see under the read vertical, under that column, you'll see what I've written about it. And you'd be a little smarter about the debt ceiling. Try not to do anything wacky with your investments in order to try to outguess what's going to happen in all of this. Because really, even if the worst were to come to pass, even if the United States were to delay or miss a bond payment, even if that cratered markets, chances are, the dum-dums in Congress would come back, they'd raise the debt ceiling, and things would get back on track. It's just worrisome because I'm concerned that this is a fragile recovery already. You know, we, we've had a good run here where we've had a lot of progress, but there are a lot of projections out there that a default would cause the economy to kind of go back into a recession, and we just want to avoid that. So, Anyway, we, we hope that we don't get there. I hope this is all really just academic and a bit of a history lesson rather than anything significant. But regardless, got to keep an eye on it. So if you've got more questions about this, you can always shoot us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Go to the website, JillOnMoney.com. Click on the contact button. Send us your questions. And don't forget to let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. We would really enjoy that. So lift somebody up today and remember you'll need a little grit, growth and grace to get through what is likely to be a bumpy ride here in the markets. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.